I remember saying to him, this is some trip, Sean Murray. This is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's not a trip, Muggsy, it's, it's a tour. And I was like, no, but you know what I mean? He says, no, I don't. Orahe Krayev Kaide Blianis Fehe, Agasanot, Tana Saram Gavil Davy Borkanar Donta. Davy, do you want to do it in Irish or English? Oh, that's bare, it's Moss. We were just talking off air, Davy. It's great to have you, by the way. Um, I know we will get into the whole Roscommon and, and I saw your clip um, online where you said it, it hit you like a train, and um, I actually. My first year involved with uh, the Kerry Twenties, and we got bait by Sligo. And cripes, I couldn't, I could not talk to anybody uh, for a long time. I couldn't make contact with selectors. I, and then maybe that's just my personality. I'm not sure. I, I remember when I was playing, you know, I'd just go into my own shell, and you'd deal with defeat in a in a kind of a dark way, and it'd come at you every now and again. But cripes, it was nothing. I don't know. Is it the time that's invested in it? throughout the season that you just hit a wall after it and it's just some downer isn't it is that it yeah, yeah that's it that's it I, I'm the exact same I, uh, I've had little to no contact with my selectors I'd say they're ready to shoot me at this stage tomorrow. Um, I, 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 I honestly Wednesday Thursday last week I was in the bed my legs were just so heavy I couldn't get them I don't know what was come over me it was unbelievable I, I, I think the short season and how the intensity of it I I've never because I've lost loads of games, you know. I'll lose line, I lose loads more. But um, um, I never had a loss like this one that it took this physical toll on my body. And so it was unbelievable. And I, I would be a fairly passionate kind of honest kind of fella. I, I, I lay it all out there, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes it's not. But um, um, I think that probably plays a part in it too. That I'm completely invested in my team. Like I, I'm probably over the top of my teams and. Uh, when it's gone, the bubble just gets pop, popped and you're left with nothing, like, you know? I know. It's, uh, I, I, I'd be very interested since I've gone into, well, not since I've gone into management, but I'd be very interested on certain aspects of it and I'll come into it later on with you. Can I ask you a question? And we, we touched on the new structure of the championship, right? Is it hard to gauge? And I know teams put an awful amount of time into actually getting the right amount of work done from an SNC point of view and then trying to hit the ground running. Now, it looks like, and everybody will say now that Kerry and Dublin actually have timed this right because they weren't looking possibly yeah. as good. Monaghan as well. Um, Derry have always been there, thereabouts, and people have always had them there. No, They weren't really sure about Kerry. Is it very difficult, the fact that we have a new structure, that the games, when they did actually come in championship format, are so tight together? Is it hard to judge it from January to now and every team up until last weekend and the weekend before were in it is it yeah. hard to judge and time that run it is and, and to be honest with you I don't think any of us really knew this year because of the first year of it like, I think we were all guessing about periodization and everything else to be honest with you now uh, and I think anyone who claims to be an expert on it I, I, I you know I'd question it a little bit to be honest with you but it's very very difficult like, but you have to remember Kerry looked to me that they took a slower approach with their holiday and everything else this year, right? And the, the National League, they came back a bit slower. And, you know, Kerry were probably always going to get the five points or the six points required to stay up in Division 1. You know, that kind of way. So it's a completely different mindset. Dublin were in Division 2, yeah. right? And no offence to anyone there, they were probably going to get out of that regardless of what they've done. So so if you look at them two examples, really the league didn't mean a huge amount to either team. Kerry were always going to be in Division 1 and Dublin were always going to get back there. So regardless, whereas the Roscommons, even Galway's, Mayo were flat out... Look at the you know the teams that finished top three in Division One this year, you know all gone, you know gone and and just kind of did they fall off a cliff? I don't know, you know you know that kind of I don't know what happened in the end. Obviously we'll have to look back at the tapes and go back through the you know the info and see what happened. So so to answer your question, I think it's unbelievably difficult, but it's all about 
you know, what's your aim? Where is your team at? What's your focus? Is it a National League? Is it a Provincial Championship? Or is it the All-Ireland Series? And 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 I think it's very, very difficult for teams to do all three, Tomas, to be honest yeah. with you. I, think I, was just, I was thinking today, something similar. And certain teams, the league will be the all-out uh, aim for the start of the year. I mean, you know, I was even thinking of Cork today. And I was saying, Christ, Cork need to be playing... The Ross Commons, the Mayos, the Kerrys, the Drop, they need to be playing Division One football all the time. But is there a chance, because of this league structure, because of the way you have to time it, is there a chance that the National League will suffer as a result going forward because of the structure of the championship that we have now? Yeah, well, it certainly would be in my mind. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not sure what, what uh, haven't reviewed it fully or anything yet, but it would certainly be in my mind that a, a heavy load early doors will lead to a, an earlier exit, I think. That's what I think, to be honest with you. And um, I think the timing of the run is going to have to change a little bit. And at the National League, who we all would have felt only six months ago was the most important and main competition we have, I think this round-robin All-Ireland series is definitely going to take over as the best because it's a brilliant competition. Brilliant. I think it's a brilliant format. It's a brilliant competition. It was just, it was probably a lot of teams on quicksand in the first year of it, you know that kind of way. Like so, so I absolutely would agree. I think something in the middle is going to take a hit. I think everyone was expecting the provincial champion championship to be that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's going to be it. With um, do you think next year with this format and teams may be thinking, Christ, that we this won't get serious till the end. Teams will see the first round. Every round is vital, isn't it? In terms oh, yeah. of home away, like yourselves. Davy, instead, you were so close to having a home fixture, and it would have been huge to have been playing in the hide like for yourselves. But even more, even more than that, Tomas, we should have been, we should have been with our feet up in a spa for the weekend. We should have topped the group, like we should have beaten Dublin. There's no two ways about that. You know, we should have been. We're seven points to three up, or something along those lines. We should have beaten Dublin, like you know, and uh, we didn't give away a terrible goal, and we still ended up with a chance to win it. But, but so you know, if we had done that, the, the our game at Kildare was then a dead rubber. It didn't matter. We were on four points regardless. We we were clear, you know, and um, so we would have had the weekend off. Would have been in the quarter final, and then you seen the week off. What it meant to teams, you know, yeah. that kind of like it meant the world for the rest and recovery so so uh every game every look at the last round sure we all thought galway were going to top the group we all thought oh, yeah well and sure it, it ended up up scuttled all together which is brilliant though isn't it yeah. brilliant for the brilliant for the viewers brilliant for the for the supporters and the fans and the neutral fans i think yeah. it three weeks ago davy everybody everybody i asked myself included like it was such everybody changing their opinions week by week by week so many people were saying sam is heading West of the Shannon, no doubt about it. Call it Mayo or call it um, Galway. Most fellas calling it Galway. And now, both gone. It is like it's... it's. Can I can I go back to the start? You're a Kildare man. And was it always football? Was there always a huge interest? What was the background at home growing up? Was it an, a sport madhouse or was it a GA madhouse or a football madhouse? Or what was it? GA Madhouse, yeah, F uh, football GA Madhouse, yeah. Uh, my parents are both teachers and uh, mental into the GA. Both of them did. Uh, both of me founding members of the lady section of our club at home, and um, so we're just mental into it. So, so it was literally brought up from there. My father would have been uh, heavily involved in St David's and Artane and would have won a couple of Hogan Cups there and different things along the way. So uh, he would have worked very closely with uh, Brian Talty and Brian Ladden there. They'd be they would have been the three three amigos there in, in David's. You know, would have had a lot of them Dublin players through their hands and different lads. So. Um, um, yeah, so they would have done that, and and I just grown up watching that to us, you know, and yeah. being brought to every game, every session, and 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 looking up and turn like like my dad would be my idol, like you know. So so ultimately, he was quite a good coach and a decent manager. So I, I was going to follow in his footsteps, regardless, you know. And um, I don't think I'm anywhere near the level he was at, but I hope if I can get there, I'll be all right. So so um, yeah, that was it. And obviously, mom then was a, a county board chairperson, board and old. Like we, they were involved in everything, like involved yeah. in everything. So literally, GA, we were just GA madhouse. And my father's a clairman, my my, my mother's a my old woman. So uh, yeah, it's, it's it was just crazy. Yeah, you're like can you talk about. I'd say your dad coaching, your mom involved as a chairperson. Chairperson, I'd say seven eight week job. Yeah, 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 Insane. exactly. Like yeah. it's it's well, you would have been. The Mikko era, so in Kildare, that successful era, you would have been going to all those games. Yeah, so I was, I does it when when was it? Was it who palmed it to the net for Galway? The palmed goal for Galway in the semi final. And I'm standing in the canal 
on the canal end up against the railing me and my cousin I don't know what age I'm about I'd say I'm 7 or 8 and I'm standing on the railing and the canal end and as 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 Galway was it Donlin or someone I'm not sure who it was palms the ball into the net and breaks Kildare's heart to the All-Ireland semi-final anyway so uh, yeah All-Ireland final All-Ireland final wasn't it? Yeah All-Ireland final yeah yeah, yeah All-Ireland final yeah so we had a so, huge yeah. win a huge win against Kerry in the semi yeah. and Carla Dwyer who was my teacher at the time or not at the time sorry who went on to be my teacher um kicked the 45 didn't he yeah yeah carol yeah. was there with me yeah. yeah 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 so 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 carol was actually taught me accountancy in Compi college there for for a while too so uh, yeah yeah i was sitting on the i was sitting on the bench that day uh, against uh, kildare and that was a huge one because the build up i can imagine it was the same um it was the same in in kildare as it was at home like but the build up was massive um and i remember there was a after <laughs> after the match we were coming down there was a guy from Kildare a big businessman who had a summer house in Dingle and whatever way we were stuck in traffic getting to the train station nobody talking on the bus this guy copped Dermot Cox cocked yeah. copped that the Kerry bus was behind him so he got out of his car and he danced a jig in front of the bus even Paddy got a laugh he got a laugh out of it he saw the funny side of it yeah yeah um, that was a huge win yeah and was it say your own, I, I and I know you. Did you picked up an awful lot of injuries when you were young playing? Did you? Yeah. yeah. So when I was fifteen, or what a Tommy cruciate, right? But uh, it was back when I set my fracture my kneecap and Tommy cruciate. But it was back when you know uh, uh, MRI weren't readily available, so yeah. it was a uh, X-ray job. So I got X-rayed, cast, all that type of stuff. So I fixed the fracture, but unfortunately never touched the ligaments. And ultimately, whenever I came back, I just destroyed the whole thing. Now the whole thing's oh, wrecked. So a bit of a Plastic kneecap. So, uh, to be honest, Tomas, I was never any good anyway, to be honest with you. Never. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, it, did that rattle you, David? Like, did it, did it really affect you in a, in, a, in a serious way or did it develop you and, and make you tougher going forward? Or, or? Well, well, I, I had no choice as in if football is all I knew and, and, you know, work or football, that's all we had. We have a family business and it works. I mean, both my parents were teachers, uh, but they, 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 they had were on career breaks, full-time career breaks at that stage and they went into the pub business and bed and breakfast business and stuff. So so we only knew we all worked together and we all went to football together. So there was, no, there was nothing else. So ultimately I got injured, Grand, but it, it, I had to stay involved. So I went off and got level one, uh, sorry, the foundation and level one uh, courses and all done. I think I was the youngest maybe ever recipient of it because I had to stay involved. I was only 15, 16, but I had to stay involved. There's no choice, you know, that kind of way. So so it, it could have rattled me, but my, my decision was to go back into the coaching side of it, you know. And there was, never, there was never fear that you were going to not go coaching or not just go down another avenue. You just always wanted to go at that. Yeah, I, I I don't know anything else. You know, I kind of I don't know. As I said, watching me, watching my father, watching my mother, I, I don't know anything else. So there's nothing else interesting me to be honest with you. That you know that this is my passion. This is my hobby. This is what I love to do. And 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 uh, I like. I'm very very lucky. Like I. I I, I'm only a young enough man and I'm in a good position like you know and have a lot of experience done like but see, obviously I would have neglected or passed up on life opportunities you know that my friends were doing or heading away J1s and all this yeah. I would have stayed at home managing be a B minor club team do you know that kind of way like or a C minor you know and I didn't go to the on and don't get me wrong now I I, 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 I regret them or I'd definitely go again if I had the chance in the morning but ultimately I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if I had a win do you know that I'm kind of way saying, so yeah the coaching courses, Davy. Did you find them? Did you find them good? Did you find them? Is it something you'd recommend young fellas who have any interest to go at? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the foundation is, is is very very basic, but that's as as it should be. And then level one, but the level two particularly is a very very good course. GA provides it's a very good course. It's a uh, really interactive. It's it, it gets deep. It's very practical driven. So you have to actually get out on the pitch and execute uh, after you're doing your 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 inside stuff. You have to get out and execute on the field afterwards. It's very and then you have a full. You have a full document to do it. Now it's a number, number of years since I've done it. But yeah. it's uh, you have a full, like, and you get, you get um, assessed. So a coach will come out and assess you taking a session and then you get marked out of that. And it's a proper, proper uh, course, I have to say. But one thing on, on the GA, so it's a brilliant, everyone should have to do it. And I do think it's written that if you want to be involved in inter-county teams, I do think you're supposed to have up yeah. to level two. Whether that's enforced, Tomas, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but 
it's a little bit limited outside of that though. So I've been to the FAI, the IRFU, I'll go anywhere, anywhere to learn anything, you know, and, and I do think it's a little bit limited. That's all a GA has to offer. Three courses, foundation level one, level two, good luck to you. That's it. Out you go. Whereas, you know, you know the you know the crack, the secrecy culture in the GA. I can't tell Tomas Shea anything in case he takes yeah. it off. Of him. You know, like it's it's I, I, I'm the complete opposite to that. I if my plan is to do this, I've no problem telling Tomas this because I'll fully be sure. in my head, he can't execute it like I can execute it. Yeah, yeah, and, I, yeah. and that's it. So I think we need to talk more, I need to share more. And I, and, and I know there's a big secrecy in the GA, but ah, it wouldn't be for me some of it, to be honest with you. Do you know, Davey, would you say, like you're coaching and every team, every team you've got near has got better. You, you, you've made them better, right? And we'll, we'll talk about the coaching in a second. We'll talk about the different teams. But even now, as you're coaching, you're, as you're above in Roscommon, and you're fierce, young, fresh still, you'd still be chasing info, different sports, different uh, approaches, reading books, I presume, all that. Oh yeah, geez, absolutely, yeah. Like I've, there's a funny one, like I've zero time for soccer, I just don't like it at all, I won't watch it, but I'll watch it, I, I used to love watching uh, Jurgen Klopp's team a couple of years ago, Liverpool, a couple of years ago because of the high press, I was really interested in, they were pressing the ball so high, and where, where they were leaving the space, obviously the space had been left behind, and it was just a risk reward, I was trying to watch you know, where they were trading off the space and how they were cutting it down and everything else. So uh, everything, NFL, I'm big into that, huge into the NFL. I really love watching that, reading books, anything, Tomas. I'll go and watch an under-14 club session tonight. Not a bother to me. Stand there on my own in the corner field and I'll pick up a couple of things. Now, a couple of them could be, right, I wouldn't do that. But you can guarantee you'll get something out of it. And 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 I'm very, and I don't think, I'm not sure if there's enough of that in the GA. I think it's a bit of a closed book, a lot of lads are, you know. Did like a lot of people would 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 you do a lot of the training yourself? Did would you do a lot of the coaching yourself? Um, it's I try not. Uh, yeah, I do a good bit of it, but not at all. I might be the game based stuff, Tomas. Like the game scenario, the fifteen aside stuff, the last twenty minutes of training or whatever it might be. Up to that point, I'd have a very strong management team and coaching ticket with me. That uh, I'm more they, they do a lot of that, but the 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 actual tactical stuff at the end, we'll say I probably take a good bit of that. Yeah, the point you made earlier, like. Is it fellas you know and fellas you've come across that you get as coaches? Like, I find a lot, say, intra-county teams, like managers, you could pick a lot of fellas to manage, right? But coaching is, a, is an expertise at its, on its own, you know, and it is very hard. Like, do you think the group of really, no, this is the, that there are coaches out there that haven't been tapped and are absolutely very, very good. But there's a oh, certain yeah. within the intercounty circuit. There's about nine or ten names that constantly go around. Yeah, yeah, and and look, to, to absolutely bang on. Like you're bang on. And, and I'm not going to lie to Mark. I probably fell into the bracket outside of them nine or ten names because if nobody knows you, if you have no background, you weren't a player. You know, you didn't come from a big family, whatever, whatever the word you want to put on it. Um, um it's very hard to break in. Like, it's very hard, to, you know, to break into to the world, you know? So there's apt as coaches everywhere. One one young lad in my own club at home in Comfy is really making serious strides, serious, out of nowhere as well, but he's a serious brain and an interest in it. And uh, so they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. But, but to answer your first point is, it's lads, you know, but if you go for a job in the morning, the same six, seven, eight lads will be put forward for you. Like, and I just could be in Donegal or in Cork. You're yeah. still going to hear the same names. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, why is that? I, I personally think it's because when you, when Tomas O'Shea is presenting his ticket to the county board chairman, he doesn't, if he doesn't know A, B, C on D on the ticket, you know, that's what I think is a fear of that. And and, and I think we need to go away from that a bit, to yeah. be honest with you. You know, if, if I'm standing over Johnny, who I'm bringing with me, because I believe he's good enough. Ultimately, I'm going to fall if Johnny's not good enough. Do you know that kind of way? So, so I these high power, you know, highly stacked management teams. Do they really work? I'm not. I, I don't know. You know, and 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 how good are they all? Do you know? And how many chefs can you have? Do you know that kind of way? I agree. And the fact, you know, if you're going looking for an SNC, you can go to universities because they have their degree. They had. Do you know exactly what you're getting? Then you can have word of mouth. You can talk to people. Whereas on a coaching level, like say. You started off, you, I know you went to SARS and I know you were with the Kildare and you had you won an All-Ireland with the under-21s. Say before that, what would you? What was your track record? Was it with your own club, just underage, all the way up? 
No, no, no. Just a good bit before that too. So, so uh, we'll say was it my own club all the way up underage, right up until maybe 2013, uh, 2013 14, I think. But I would have been oh, managing when I was eighteen years of age. I managed our senior ladies for two years. We won the first ever Division One senior championship. Sorry, first ever senior championship in the club. So, and that was actually it's named after my father. So that was a big one for us. But, but um, um, so that was I was that was a long time. That was two thousand nine, right? And then I would have. Pushed on with underage, it's uh, the senior second team and underage in the club. Uh, and in 2000, and what year was it? 16, I took over the men's, the, our our division one senior team at home, our club team. And uh, now that was brought its own challenges because all my best friends were on the team my brother in law, everyone, like everyone in the town was on the team. It's small, rural enough club, you know. So, um, but we had a brilliant, brilliant two years, we hugely successful, done everything. We broke a lot of stuff we hadn't done, and it was great, you know. So then I went from the following year from that, I went into Kildare in the 20s. Um, sorry, I'm missing two years. I was at the Dublin Ladies, sorry. I was the assistant manager with Greg McGonigal for two years and 14 and 15. I knew I was missing a couple of years there. Um, so, so, and, and, and so in 14 and 15, sorry, I was two, two years with Dublin Senior Ladies. And I tell you, Tomas, to this day, I've never met a group of brains like that group of girls. Oh my God, they're the smartest bunch of footballers that ever lived. They, they taught me more about football than anybody else ever will. They were like Denise Masterson, Siobhan McGrath, Circa Furlong, Sinead Hearn. Like you're talking the best players to ever play the game. And, and they were uh, they're learning. And I was only a chap now. I was only way, a chap. Davey, like they would talk, they would be point out stuff to, to you and what kind of come up with different scenarios or different plans, different ways. Of Their understanding of the game, their, their, the clarity, how clear they could tell me and the other guys, the girls, uh, where where to be and what's going to happen in their reading of the game. Like Denise Masterson is on another level. Her her knowledge and her understanding of football and, and can see what's going to happen was phenomenal. And I was the coach and I was the one who was going in to get taught every day, to be honest with you. Like And, and, and not only that, Tomas, the most fearsome of women, mother of God, they would <laughs> chop you up now. You know, don't give them day. And, 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 and they taught me a lot about environments, culture, standards, you know, stuff that I might have thought I knew about, I really hadn't a clue about. And them women, oh, Jesus, they taught me. So, and I would, like today, if I met Denise Masson today, so I don't love a couple of, like we'd have a great relationship, you know, we'd have a brilliant yeah. relationship because we, uh, I, I, we bounced off each other because I'd be very, growth orientated if, if I can learn like you know I, 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 I'm all ears like you know what would be the first like it, it's striking and like I wouldn't know it, it too deeply Davey but what do you focus on let's say like you're the Kildare 20s you're the club SARS you you went to, to uh, Wicklow you had the Dublin ladies you went to us what's the main thing you focus on when you go in first of all what is the, what's the non-negotiable or is there something or do you just see what you have ahead of you or do you just focus on one or two areas straight away? Yeah, usually a lot of the same scenarios present themselves to us, no matter where you're, you're kind of going. And you obviously before you go in, you do your little bit of due diligence and homework in the background. You have a fair handle on what you're going into and whether standards are low or whatever it might be. Usually there's a lot of low hanging fruit, I find, in a lot of setups that you can go in immediately and you know, pick them up, bang, 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 bang. And all of a sudden you're a completely different outfit very, very quickly. So I, I would absolutely come in and, and look to make a stamp early by cutting out whatever it was that was done previous or whatever I didn't think. Well, that's not how I do things, lads. And, 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 and you probably unsettle the whole thing. I usually, to be honest with you, come in and upset everybody to be honest with you that's usually the first thing i'll do and that takes a good while to turn that and sometimes maybe you might and i've been lucky enough that i've been able to turn it but i usually go in because i'll be a very particular type of person i like things done the way i like them done and and i bring people with me who will who are on board with that and and that, it, whereas if you've been in a camp to master 10 years and you see who's this upstart coming in telling us what to do we've done it this way we don't want to change to that way uh, you can only imagine yourself now um, the scenario as you get yourself in. I was just going to say, how, my next question was, how are you with that conflict? Like, is there a bit of crack there? Is there have you fellas who will come? And you're probably coach fellas who are older than you, Davey, have you? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and, and they would question, hey, this is not the way we freaking do things around here, kind of a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. no. 
and, 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 and look, look, I think when you're, I'm very, very honest, very direct, and, and I, I, I don't shirk them conversations and I don't shirk challenges in life. People respect honesty, and I don't care what anyone says. If you're beating around the bush and you're hiding behind the door, you get found out players won't come with you, in my opinion. So, um, um, uh, take the challenges on, take the conversations on and, and, and have the hard conversation. You get massive respect for it. Massive. I'm not coming in to say what you've done was wrong. I'm just saying, this is how I see it going, lads. This is what I want to do. You know, or, and, and work with them. You get their opinion and you, you put a plan together based off both your opinions. But lads, ultimately, this is changing. We are progressing forward here. I'm not walking into a, the Kerry dress room here that have 10 All-Irelands or whatever they might have. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's I'm walking into a dress room that is trying to get up the ladder or whatever way you want to call it. So, and and again, this isn't the rest common. This is just everywhere. This is just in general, no matter it's club level, county level, whatever it might be. Uh, usually go in and everything out the window, start from scratch, upset everybody. And ultimately, you usually find, um, oh, right, this isn't too bad, actually. We might actually get on board with this now. You know that kind of way? Yeah, I think, like, and I'd have to word this carefully because I, do, I, I don't mean it in any kind of an insulting way to so-called weaker counties. But if you were in Kildare, you're in Roscommon now, and they have, you know, the high standards there. Did you find it more difficult in Wicklow then to get that buy-in? Because there might have been an attitude of, sure, why in the name of Christ are we, we're not doing that. Sure, we're not, you know, is it more difficult in a county like Wicklow to do that? No, you know what? It might even be easier, Tomas, to be honest with you. Because the first, I found it with the Wicklow boys that they were mad for road. Uh, really brilliant fellas, really decent footballers. And, and probably, you know, probably just didn't have the best setups. I'm not talking about going in and making lads train six times a week. or you, That's not what I, I'm talking about, raising standards and holding each other accountable. And, and, and opening our eyes to the little percentages that we're killing ourselves with. We're absolutely leaving ourselves wide open and letting ourselves down time and time again with this small, minute stuff that's so handy. It's so handy to fix once we all get on board with fixing it. And 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 just like little things, application, timekeeping, all this little stuff, you'd be, be so surprised it gets lets you down all over the shop. And when it becomes a non-negotiable or else, and it doesn't get to me now, it, it gets to the leadership group and Johnny comes in two minutes late and then Johnny gets booked out of by the leaders. That's that's now you've a group. Now you're going somewhere because it's come from there. If it's always come from me, you're you're, you're, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah. So I'm not the Wicklow boys absolutely they were ravenous. They were mad for old. They wanted to get better. And I, I think any intercounty footballer now wants to get better. And if you come in, lay it out to them and be honest with them and say, look, this is where I see this going, lads, are you on board? Get their feedback. So actually just to you don't just go in and put your own, you know, I I would have spoken to all of these lads one-to-one before I'd ever go into a team. So I'd never walk into a room with 30 lads looking at me for the first time. Like, I'll have met every one of them and talked to every single one of them individually. What's good? What have you done well? Right, I'm telling you, this is what I'd like to see. Let's meet in the middle somewhere here, lads. And then you bring it forward. So I'm not just coming in like a dictator here, just saying this is the way we're doing it. I'll have already got this done behind the scenes with them. But when it's done, it's fucking done. And that's it. There's no rowing back from that. You know that kind of way? Like, There's and, an amount of time, Davey, in it, isn't there? In an oh, inter-county, yeah. like, does it, what kind, like, do you find it hard to balance? Like, like is it just all consuming, isn't it? Oh, it's uh, everything. It is unbelievable. I, I, I never, even the step up from, from Wicklow to Common is frightening. It's frightening the time. I can't believe, and obviously there's travel involved, but it's not too bad for me, but there's travel involved. And I can't believe the time. And you have, now, I didn't feel, I said this in the dressing room only 10 or 12 days ago, I don't know how long, but two weeks ago. I didn't feel one minute of the journey now, and that's the God's honest truth. So it would take me an hour and maybe 10 to get out from Dublin City to my house, would say, right? And then an hour and 20 from there to Roscommon, something like that, say, right? So you're probably talking two and a half hours, give or take, right? Um, and and I didn't each way. I never felt a minute of it. That because I was loving it, absolutely loving it. They were meeting me in the middle, applying themselves, turning up, and 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 just mopping up everything we were saying, you know? So so I never felt a minute of that, but... but it's, I'd say, I can only imagine you're in a squad or a side, you know, that's on the slide or it might be turning toxic or there might be, well, imagine how horrendous that must be when you're still given the same time, you're still giving the same effort. I'm lucky enough, I've never been involved in one of them, but Jesus, it's, it, 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 it must be soul destroying. Whereas yeah. it can be so powerful, like being part of a group, a positive group tomorrow, as you well know, yeah. is unbelievably good for your physical state, your mental state. It's unbelievably good for you, you know, and, and don't get me wrong now, 
my missus probably doesn't like it so much because I'm <laughs> loving being there. And he, I, I, like even something small, you know, usually I'd never, I, I hate leaving two days between sessions. So as in, you know, if you go Tuesday and Thursday or whatever it might be, but whatever the game, if you have a game on a Sunday, I'll always go on a Friday. I just don't like going Thursday to Sunday, right? It's yeah. my own thing. But so if you're going Tuesday and then Friday, like, I, I, the Wednesday tours would kill me now. Two nights away would kill me. It, you know, it would fucking kill me. I just, I just, I, I just can't deal with it. But no, I'm talking. Well, you, about you need to be involved in some way at it, is it? I need to be with the lads. I need to be with them. I need He's to like, be Your wife is delighted with you, Davey, is she? <laughs> <laughs> She's twenty years in the going out tomorrow. She knows the story. But but I, I I just need to be around. Now, don't get me wrong. I right now because we're, we're a week and a half gone. I couldn't think of anywhere worse to be today, you know, just today. Do you know what I mean? But, but I mean, when you're in the mix, I, Jesus, I, 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 I hate not being with them. It's, it's mad. It's mad. And don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about January. I'm not talking, I'm talking about the last six, eight weeks here when you're really rolling the grounds hard. There's a buzz, the crack, you know, it's very hard to be away from that. Now I know I'm a little bit tapped, but like, that's just the way it is. You know, what's, what's, what you find the hardest thing about it? Management. About man- managing is it dropping fellas? Is it telling fellas? Yeah, I, I, manage, I tell you two two things. Dropping fellas is hard. And but as I said to you, you can't shirk it. You can't know, shirk yeah. it. Be honest with them, tell them the truth. You're left out because you're not good enough A, B, C, or D, or it's a matchup thing. But don't bluff them because they absolutely see through you. And and, and you, there's no coming back. When you start bluffing lads, you're gone. But absolutely, I've had some horrendous conversations in the last six weeks, whatever it was, with really good guys. But look, Tomas, I want to be a Division One manager. So if you're a Division One manager, you, you need to have a squad. So you yeah. should be having, have to have these conversations. You know, yeah. that, that, that's as simple as it was. But so that's the, the dropping lads and them tough phone calls and meetings. They're awful. And like, you, you can see the life drain out of a fella. He thinks he's coming in. You're telling him, he thinks you're going to tell him he's going to get 15 minutes or whatever on Sunday. And you're actually telling him he's not making the 26. And he just, the color changes and his, the life just drops out of him. And I'm sitting there going, oh my God, this is horrendous. Like, you know, and, 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 but that's part of it. And the other part, managing the whole team, like, it, it's a, what are we, we're a 50, Oh Jesus, there's fifty-seven or eight of us. I say to us, you know, in total, like it's huge. It's absolutely huge. Like you know, so there's even more. It could be close to sixty. It's it, it, so it takes massive managing. And 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 before you get on the field, particularly if you if you, if you're like me and you do a little bit of coaching as well, like you're planning your session or your your part of the session or whatever you're yeah, doing, yeah. right? Your your logistics, everything else, doctors, you name it, you're doing it. And 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 there's different personalities involved. Some people like to do this, some people like to do that. And obviously, you listen to everyone. You're taking everything on board. You're you're working with everyone. But ultimately, it's your stamp too. Like you know that kind of way. So it's that's that's difficult. Is there is there like <clears throat> back in our day? And I, I just get a sense. And I we we train in the Kerry Centre of Excellence and you'd see the seniors there and the preparation and the level of just everything is there a one ready to go the attitude is is i don't think that ever changes do you think the do you think the same like how, socially did you get time to enjoy each other's company on a level now i don't, I don't mean going on the lash i don't mean like but outside of football outside of coaching is that part of it important for you? Is it important for the lads? Is it important to bond them or to bring them together? Like, No, no, it's massively important. But I'll be honest, we didn't this year, Tomas, because of the short fire nature. I was appointed the October bank holiday weekend, 1st of November, pretty much. Right. We didn't like, you know, we we're straight into a couple of trials, a brand new into the county, you know, you know, and, and it was just bump National League. Sure. We were hot favorites to be relegated. We were making sure that wasn't going to happen. You know, so, so there was all we had to hit the ground running and, and, and we didn't. We, and, and six and a half months later, boom, you're turfed out below in Parky Cueve and that's it. Job done. You know, so to be honest, we didn't um didn't. And it's definitely something. You, but we're going to have an opportunity now between mix yeah. with club championship coming and, 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 a, and a, a longer run into my second year. You know, I'm going to get much more of an opportunity. And I even feel I didn't build the relationships as good as I would have had with other teams because of the short, you know, nature of it. It was so intense um, that I absolutely something I need to get after now. And the off season, you can do a hell of a lot of that because there's no load attached to it. You know, it, yeah. it, it's chats more than anything else. But I will say one thing: I'm very conscious as a manager about wasting time, Tomas. And I, I it's. It's the amount of teams and setups I've been involved in, and they they talk for the sake of talking, they've meetings for the sake of meetings, and they're talking pure shite to fill time. And and it drives me insane. And if it drives me insane, the players are pissed off way before I was. So so I'm massive into that. So I I I trying to balance something I struggle with is to strike the balance between 
right, here's the schedule, lads, we'll start at A, we'll finish at B, we'll all be home at C, right? That's that's the first thing, right? I'm, uh, do you add in time there between B and C that we'll sit down, we'll have a coffee, we'll have a chat as a group and, you know, talk about life or Man United or whatever you want to talk about? Uh, I, I, and I'm struggling. This is what I'm learning as a manager. I'm trying to get the balance between in, out, quality work, out the door. That's where I come from. My, my world is... Be here at this time, leave at this time, and we're going to get savage quality into our coaching and clarity. And that's what we're going to get done. And have your dinner and get on the road, right? And that's where I come from. I'm trying to now bridge that to get a bit more contact and, and, and build up relationships, you know? It's tricky. It's, like uh, the 20 championship, which I think is a great, it's a great competition. It's a, yeah. it's, um, I think it's a great tournament. It's, and I know you were involved with Sigerson as well. And I always, Davey, and the fact that you've won, and I know Airgrid are the sponsors of it, and it's a brilliant competition. You're heavily involved with Maynooth in the Sigerson. Are those competitions kind of half suffering because of the squash nature? Like, is there a different, should the Sigerson have a window of its own and should the 20 championship have a proper window of it? Now, I know Leinster, which I find a bit, it, they're doing it the right way. Leinster are doing it the right way where they have a round robins series where teams get into groups and there's two or three matches guaranteed. Whereas in Munster, it's straight knockout. So you're training all year long, whatever you have in between colleges, in between um, schools. Uh, Connacht have straight knockout, Ulster have straight knockout, Leinster have a round robin. Like, do you think the GA could be doing more for those competitions? Now, this is the fact that you are an intercounty senior manager as well and you were yeah. saying Christ, it's hard to fit it in do you think there is a, a do you think they should fit it in a bit better than they are I, I, I do absolutely I do I, I just on the under 20 I think it's ridiculous that Leinster have their own uh, round robin I, I, I don't get me wrong there should be a round robin but why you can't be Clare won the All-Ireland this year after being beaten by Westmead in the first round yeah. I think you were brought to extra time by Claire early on. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, like, right. Like, so don't get me wrong. Brilliant for Brian Flanagan. Class two years in a row, get to the All-Ireland final. One the, but they were beaten in the first round. Like, just like when we won it, we were beaten as well early on and we got another go at it. So, so it's hugely important. I was watching the Roscommon play uh, Sligo in the first round of Connacht this year. Yeah. A really nice Roscommon team just took, the, as it can happen, took time to warm to the task, as can happen because of the first day out. And boom, a really good Sligo team, as we all seen, beat them. But uh, Roscommon were definitely going to be better for the second day. Like, they were definitely going to be better for the yeah, second day. Yeah. So, so they, and they should have got a second day, just like everybody else should have got a second day. So, so absolutely, it should be round robin across the board, and it needs to get protected more. The, you know, the under 20 has to be played because it's a brilliant, brilliant competition. And we want our best players playing in this competition and, and protect them and look after them. And I can only imagine how frustrating it must have been for the likes of you now being involved and, and they're being pulled all over the place between Sigerson, Senior, you name it, and, and, and they're just flogged all together. But on the Sigerson one, um, I was in a very unique position last year that I was, was common manager appointed during my Sigerson term. And uh, so I was in both and we would have had a lot of lads, like like a lot of lads with UCD, Minute, DCU, we had a lot of lads at UL, NUIG. And um, so we had a lot of lads and I was kind of, I'd be getting calls of Morris Sheridan and John Dibley and these lads and, and uh, they're tricky conversations because I have two hats on, you know, that kind of way. Oh, yeah. Myself and Divo, we chatting to each other on one hand about UCD and Manute, and then the other hand, we were thinking, well, we're going to be playing each other now in three weeks in National League. <laughs> like, so, you know, it, 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 but, but, but that's, you know, that's just where we were. You know, I kind of know I'm lucky enough, I'm gone out of it now, so I won't be having any of them conversations this time. But, um, um, so the series now for me is my favorite competition. It's, yeah. it's a brilliant, brilliant. And the amount of learning I got out at Sigerson from dealing with the likes of Niall O'Donnell from Donegal, from dealing with Jimmy Hyland there from Kildare, from dealing with um, a, a leash footballer, I can't think of his head, the name, James Kelly. The footballers I've dealt with, top quality lads now, right? Top quality lads. And the learnings I got off them and what setups, what they done with leash, what they done with Donegal. And like even yeah. inside into Stephen Rochford from the likes of O'Donnell and different things. You get massive learnings there of what they do in this scenario, what would happen here. And I, I think Sigerson is so enjoyable because you're dealing with top class lads. It's pressurized, but it's not that pressurized either. It's, you know, Sigerson is very important, but it's, you know, it's a bit of crack too. And uh, the quality is very, very high. So where can it go though, Tomas? So just to put the other hat on, where can all these competitions go? You know, really and truly, should it not be the preseason FBD leagues that go, you know, in the yeah. McGrath Cup? Should they not be yeah. the one to go really like, and, and, and maybe pull the National League back a week, or, or I, I don't know. There's, you, the biggest issue for me, and I'm sure we'll get to it, is we need another week 
now or last week, I think Cork or Roscommon or Galway should have been afforded another week yeah. or whoever, whoever, all them teams should have been afforded another week rather than squashing it all in. So could we not have got rid of the preseason competitions and found a week somewhere there to give the teams that come through the last 12 an actual chance in an all-out quarterfinal? Do you know I that kind of way? I agree like? with you in that I do think that the structure there, it's brilliant. You have games coming perfectly every two weeks. It's absolutely brilliant. The excitement is there for the for the genuine fan. I would, I've always said, drop your, and I, I, I'd have another argument with provincials, but I'm not going to go into it. Drop your, your early season competition. I think drop your National League final and then extend at the end of the championships. Keep the championship the way it is. But extend it. Give it another two weeks. What's the difference? So that you can allow, let's say, your last game. Davey, right. Okay. And it'd be something very similar for Mayo again this week, right? You play on a Sunday or a Saturday. What do you do then for the week? Is it more about recovery? You can't get, you can't get work done in between it. Like, so is it you play on a Sunday? When do you train again? On a Wednesday? So I'll tell you what we done. We did a six-day turnaround from Kildare to Cork, right? Six-day turnaround, knockout, like knockout game, right? End of the year, as it turned out, and and travel. So first of all, we didn't know where we didn't know we we're playing Cork till half eight Monday morning, right? That was the first thing, and we didn't know until uh, lunchtime what time and what day. So then you've tried book hotels, talking about management, anything. You've tried book hotels, you've logistics and yeah. all, all that type of stuff that comes with it, right? Um, I think we were down your neck of the woods. I think yeah. that night. So so. We were doing that, right? So that was all that, first of all. You'd meet up Monday night, you do a recovery gym session, recovery lighter into the sea, all that type of stuff. And um, you, you leave it off till Wednesday then, back on the field in a very, very light slash review session, tactical session Wednesday night. But you're talking now, don't get me wrong, you probably have two different sessions tomorrow in that your 15 lads that have covered 10K or whatever they covered against Kildare, they'll literally be doing walkthroughs, tactical walkthroughs. But there's another 25 there who, who are just going stale. And who, who are going off because they're not getting the same game time. So we would be running two separate sessions that one of the coaches and myself, whatever, might be running the tactical work with the 15 who... Now, and that 15 isn't the same 15 necessarily who are going to start. You know, yeah, that yeah. kind of way. But it's just that they might be... They're the ones that have the mileage in the legs. So yeah, they'd yeah. be protected and, and we'd be training away with the other boys at the other end because ultimately they're the lads you need to come off and finish the game. And if they're doing walkthroughs tomorrow week on week on week with, with 10 minutes of game time, should have gone nowhere. Then yeah. sharpness out the window. You know that kind of way. So, so we came back into Wednesday, trained in a review, trained Wednesday night, and got the bus down to Cork Friday afternoon and played Cork Saturday, and, and that was it. So we got one session in, one session in during the week. But again, it was a walkthrough session. That's all it was. Yeah. And 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 so it's purely about recovery. Do you know? Say next year, and this was the first year of this way, and the way it's laid out. Do you think teams would be a lot more, I suppose, confident and just know what to do? what to expect from a player's point of view, I suppose, next year. It'll be a way, I, I won't say better, because certain teams are going to do well, but do you, you'll be, it'll be easier for you to plan from every aspect, because you see it now, as long as the keeps yeah. doesn't change. Like. Yeah, 100%. And it's much easier now for me to sit down with my team and the SNC coaches and periodize our year round, plan our year round, and also inform the players. Look, lads, we've all been through this now. You know, we want the outcome to look like this next year, not like this or whatever. My, so this is why, because I, I can tell you from my boys, they're seriously intelligent football lads and, and they're long time playing. So if I come in and with a new plan and they go, whoa, what's going on here? Like, you know, whoa, this this doesn't meet or, or what are you doing here? You have to be very clear and you have to explain it and work through with them. Like other, because otherwise you don't get them on board, you know, so, but it's much easier to do that. Haven't been through it once. So we've all been through it together. Uh, obviously our outcome was our outcome and, and now we need to go back and try try improve that you know so um and this is how we're going to do it lads and it's much easier to do it now that we've a year's experience under our belt and you will find that like you were saying earlier teams will have to something's going to have to reduce your your focus and something is going to have to drop a little bit here in order to be ready for i think it was the 9th of may or i can't remember when it was early may when we kicked yeah. off in the all ireland series you know what was i going to say on a lighter note i had um one of the great, one of, probably the greatest uh, Cork footballer of all times, who happens to be a Kildare man, Larry Tompkins. We were chatting yeah. to him. And I always, I've never actually asked a Kildare man, and maybe you were a bit young at the time, but you'd, you'd still know what's a general feeling of, is there regret there that Tompkins and Fahey, not that they went, but that you were saying, Christ, two flipping brilliant footballers went and are down in Cork. And should be playing with with Kildare, not in a nasty way or anything like that. But 
the fact that the two of them were down, one All-Ireland's with Cork, one, I remember one All-Ireland final, Fahey was against me, it was it, kicked four from play from midfield. Like, what would the general thoughts be of Kil- in Kildare of the two boys doing so well with Cork? I, I'd say, I, I'd say again, I was young, I, but I, from what I heard, and particularly being involved in Sarsfield, you'd hear a lot more. Um, oh, they're sick, like, absolutely sick. They, you know, watching the Cork boys go down and benefit from these two boys coming down the road, like, you know, that kind of way, and, and, and Kildare still still trying to win in Hall Harley for years and years. So I'd say it's pure sickness, Tomas. I'd say not much else would describe it, just that. And, and you're watching the television or watch, going to Crow Park and seeing Cork do so well, and there's two boys there that we had, and we lost them ultimately, you know, yeah. that kind of way. So, uh I, I I'd imagine if you were around at the time, Jesus, you'd be you'd be in dire straits, you know. Yeah, I, I you're probably it'll take another few weeks to come around after that. You the fact that you went up to the matches at the weekend, will you will you go to the rest of them? Will you will you you enjoy it? I mean, you were saying there, you were describing you go to underage games, you learn like. Would you be learning? Uh, there's obviously great learnings watching the Derrys, the Monaghan's, the Kerrys, and then Dublin's that are left. Like, will you go into the to the semis? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I wasn't going all week and then the fog lifted a little bit Saturday and they asked for a ticket in Saturday afternoon, but it wasn't going at all at all now. Um and uh, so it went in I but like the likes of Derry and Cork now, well, it was a terrible spectacle for the public. It was massively intriguing. I'd love that crack now, I'd love to see how they go at each other and how Cork tried to break them down and she's a cork had a couple of more shooters on the field. Yeah. You know, they had a lot of opportunities yeah. there, huge amount of opportunities there. But um so I'd be very interested in that. I know it didn't look great to everyone, but I I I love that. Uh, yeah. And the TV doesn't tell you enough, you know. So um yeah, yeah, I'd be in there literally for that. So I will. Oh yeah, I'll be at all the games from here on in. The, uh, just on that, do you think the long kick out is coming back into vogue a lot more? Ah, sure, it has to. You want to score goals, Tomas. Look at the goal scoring opportunities. Where are they all coming from? They're coming from kickouts now. You have to. We and we we would have went long and awful on the league early on, particularly, and we got a good bit of joy out of it too. Like you know, ultimately, the way I look at it, if you're kicking the ball out long, Tomas, will you, and if you have it structured right, you're going to have ten to twelve lads in your your goal side anyway. So yeah, if you lose yeah, the ball, yeah, yeah. ball. If you're if, if 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 you're if you're tactically aware and you're set up and you're coached. It's not the end of the world losing the ball. Yeah. You know that kind of way. You're in a good you know, position so. if you win it, and you're also in a comfortable position if you lose right. it. Yeah. And 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 the, for a few years there, no one could read. Not that they couldn't understand that. I don't think that that wasn't the go-to for people because Jesus, it was all about um, retention, ball retention, hundred percent kickout stats with dink the ball to the two. Whereas you need to be able. It's like a game of chess in my mind. You need to be able to keep them guessing, and you know. Couple long, couple short, couple middle, and the press is, is moving all the time. Then they don't know what to expect, and that's when you find your pockets. Then that's what I yeah. think. But ultimately, absolutely fire the ball out long, try overload it like everybody else does. Sure, like Kevin Walsh is talking about it for how long now, but overloading and you know, different things. So, so ultimately, let the ball out and make it a contest. And now, look, we we again, one long kick out last weekend's Cork fell straight into the German Murtis' hands, popped into Connor Cox, took the return, yeah. one on the keeper, missed it. It probably cost us the game. You know, so, so, but that was the goal scoring chance we yeah. weren't going to create with the way Cork played. Do you know that kind of way? Like, yeah, so yeah. you have to, you have to, I'd be all for long kick outs. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think teams tweak? Just be the last one now, and this is only just because I'm interested. Do you think teams, right, teams set out a way they're going to play for the year? Do you think that they have to tweak and change? As they're going along, are it to be too predictable to crack? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, everyone, when that crack happened in Crow Park with us against Dublin, and Dublin wouldn't come out after us, and everyone thought that was Roscommon's plan. Like, that's all they can do is hold the ball. Sure, the greatest load of nonsense. Right? Know, don't get me wrong, we were we were happy to be patient. Don't get me wrong, we, you know, we had we any intention of holding the ball for six minutes, not, not the hope, yeah, no. So, 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 but then we went out the following weekend against a you know a division four team and we kicked all day and we kicked 121 and 117 from play. Yeah. So, do you know what I'm saying? Like, we 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 had to adapt and, and we'll play to what, what we're up against. But if you look at the best team for the last 10 years, Dublin, they're the best on field, they, they'll change tactics and, and approach in a two minute period on field. They don't the need to get to half time, they don't no, need to, yeah. Water yeah. breaks were great for certain teams, Davy. Well, yes. when back they'd actually change up, but that those dubs are able to. It's in game, and and you know what that must come. Down. Obviously, there are the brains are like an experience, and but it must come down to going back to your previous point about contact time, building relationships. That that just comes with time, like time and time together off the field. You know, building relationships and and and, and, and an understanding of the game, and they're the best I've ever seen at that. In in game, we're being hurt at this. 
right, let's throw in our, our plan B here or whatever it might be. You know, I think yeah. it's it's class. Like seeing yeah. them doing it, Johnny Cooper, Cooper was a huge part of it, but uh, seeing them doing it in action live is is, is, is unbelievable. Phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, because I remember we we um, we played them one year and we had we, we had this meeting beforehand and this is a good time back and we spent an awful amount of time on clocks and clocks and was key at the time and we had it all done that every single game they had played he was hitting the two corner or the two wing forwards so we were just coached to be tagged on to our men even when the ball was flying in the air wide over the bar whatever it was we were tagged on in a flash he hadn't gone to his corner backs all year none so we were cheating off him yeah, within yeah. a flash, within about seven minutes of that game, eight minutes, bang! For the rest of the game, they were going short. Our game was we weren't ready for it. Um, yeah. That that's what we're talking about. Call a winner, Davy. I just for between here and the end of the year, I know it's hard and I know it's a tricky year in terms of calling winners and being predictable. So I suppose it is getting that little bit easier, and the teams are getting settled. Form is becoming settled as well. Call a winner. I, I can't see beyond Dublin after yesterday, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> be honest, be honest, I can't see it. I told you I was honest, Moss. Um, um, I can't see beyond them. They uh, they beat a, a, a good Mayo team. Like That's a good Mayo team. You know, No matter what we want to dress up, Division 1 winners, they're a good, strong, consistent Mayo team. Now, I know they a little bit ups and downs recently, but I think they're a good side, and Dublin dismantled them. They just absolutely dismantled them. Yeah. So... For me, that's that's by far the best piece of form we've seen. By far and away, the best piece of form we see. Kerry were very, very impressive against Tyrone uh, the previous day, but I Tyrone's form just wasn't in the book all year. Just yeah. wasn't there for whatever reason. Wasn't there, and uh, I wasn't exactly shocked, you know, by that result. So, yeah. so I just I, whereas the Dublin result that shocked me. Now I was not after forty seven minutes. I was looking up at, at the screen and. I couldn't believe it was only 47 minutes gone. The game was over. Over, it was yeah. Over, yeah. yeah. And, and I couldn't believe it. I thought it was 66 minutes gone. It was only 47 minutes yeah. gone. It was over. So so um, that, that piece of form, Tomas, hard to see that piece of form back. Yeah. And I would go, I'd go Kerry. And I would, not because okay. I'm from Kerry, but I just, yeah. there were, I, I saw them against Louth. And I know everybody will say Louth for freaking a beaten yeah. ticket, etc., etc. But I just saw them so many times this year and I just saw something different in them and the one area where Kerry possibly would have struggled in years gone by would be beating that blanket and that day they just whoa and I know that that Mickey Hart said something to the Kerry management afterwards he said whoa we thought Mayo whatever they had played Mayo the week before and whatever way Mayo struggled he said Ooh, chalk and cheese and there was something I just felt they were bouncing if it is a case that the two teams get to the final Dublin and Kerry I reckon we're going to have a right cracker um, it's yeah. something to look forward to um, listen Davey I'm after holding you long enough um, I'd like to really really thank you for coming on I, I, I love listening to you I love the way you coach teams you've been brilliant anywhere you're going so we, I'd wish you the very best going forward uh, thanks to Greg. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. Air grid are leading the transition of Ireland's electricity grid to a low-carbon future. If you want to listen back to any of the previous episodes, click on the link in the bio. Uh, so until next week, uh, and thanks again, Davy. All right? Thanks, Mas. Thanks again to our sponsor, Airgrid, proud supporters of the Airgrid Under-20 All-Ireland Football Championship and leaders in Ireland's pursuit of a cleaner energy future. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, and review. Karamila Mahagav.